Welcome to Revere Assets, Your Money, with Danny Stewart. You never know how far the stock is going to go down. Tim Razor. Danny knows I'm a geek for all of this stuff. And Don Vandenborg. Telling it like it is. If you're seeking the best stock knowledge this side of Wall Street, you've come to the right place. I'm sorry, did I steal your stuff? No, you didn't steal any thunder. Who's handling this segment? (laughs) For the next hour, Danny, Tim, and Don will be talking investing. Investing is 90% psychological, and I love that. Trades. The market will usually overshoot to the downside and to the upside. And dumpster fires. Because it doesn't matter what you think or what I think, and it matters even less what Danny thinks. And now, here's your hosts... Danny, Tim, and Don. Dead South. So uh, when I discover new music, I first I annoy Zach. With it. So, uh, okay. well, I. Not that. Yeah. Zach's, so Zach's not bad. Is it's not for me, but I'm glad you're having a good time. I, I know Zach well enough now, now that Zach will never play a song from the Dead South again. And if he's and if we're together, he'll he'll humor me by playing one or two. I, I'll listen to it on the drive home. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll check it out. Well, I appreciate time. it. Yeah. Listen, the Dead South. Uh, I, I somehow it got into my YouTube stream. I'm like, oh, I like these fellas. What are they doing? I think they're from uh, Saskatchewan or Saskatoon, uh, which uh, ironically is north, not south. But they are. Awesome. And I don't, musical band, right? Yeah, musical band. And I prefer now, they're, and listen, I literally just discovered them 72 hours ago, so now I'm all in. So, uh, like a teenage girl with Tiger Beat, I've got a poster up, and so, uh, on my wall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, I dig them. I don't, I, one of them looks like The Undertaker, I swear, from WWF. So. What are they? They're folk, folk music, acoustic? Yeah, it's a, a, one of the dudes is like rocking with a viola or a cello, like, but strapped as a guitar. Yeah. Like, I'm into it. I can, they sound like something moonshiners would be listening to. Oh, at, yes, at, while they're yes. out in the mountains. Yeah, uh, this is highbrow moonshine, though. Not yeah, the, not, right. not the stuff that'll make you go blind. It's, it, it's real moonshine. The Dead South. Check the Dead South. So yeah. check them out. So listen, Danny, I, I had a whole thing I was going to start the show with new market movers. Uh, how to become an influencer and get people to buy stocks. And then I'm driving it. Now I'm not joking. I'm driving it. But this is all going to relate to the markets. Uh, let me get to where I'm headed to, okay? where this is going to, where this story is going to end up. And then I'll go back to the beginning. Okay? The story is going to end up with me giving the listeners, the viewers, a screen of stocks and charts that tell you, I want to be real careful here, that give you the triggers visually of when to enter okay yeah that's where we're ending up so 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 for the crowd out there that says get to the stocks tim um you didn't want to bury the lead you want to yeah you're gonna get there you're gonna get there you're gonna make them listen for a while before you give it to them i need them to hear my sermon (laughs) that's right i need them i need them to sit back in the pews and understand that we ain't we we ain't getting to the sunday you you know you know they got a fast forward button right oh (laughs) Daddy, don't tell them. Why <laughs> would you give away the secret? Uh, you know, that only side of the story. Like last week I said, listen, if I'm going too fast, just pause it. And and all and, and all that came about was because somebody emailed me, like, you, you, you're going too fast over the charts. And I just simply replied back, you can pause it. Like it hadn't dawned, like, and this was sincere. Like they weren't being rude. Yeah. It hadn't dawned on the individual that had messaged me that they could just pause it 
and, and look at the chart. Yeah, and catch up. And, and I was like, oh, you could. That's where that all comes from. But Danny's right. Like if you, they can even take a screenshot and print it out so they can put it on their wall. You know what? Uh, better yet, call your spouse and tell them, hey, hear what Tim's pray to the yeah. chart guys. Yeah. So let's get on with the sermon here because that, this is uh, uh, this is going to end up with a uh, a message. Uh, to the market gods, which I believe will affect people. So I'm driving in this morning, and um, I, I drive in. Uh, it feels like I drive in from a state away uh, to get to. Uh, no, it's not that far. I'll tell you, with traffic, it's far. And I dropped. You're, you're the, just used to Pennsylvania. I miss Pennsylvania. I drop the kids off at daycare, and uh, and then I come in here. And so this morning, though, Daniel, I get past uh, the exit for the Dallas North Tollway, and. My eyes in front of me. Oh, you're coming back from dropping them off. No, no, no. I'm going. I'm going. I I, I drive past here. That's get, what I mean. You're coming back from daycare to the office. Nope. I'm heading. I'm on the George Bush. Heading. Heading. <laughs> hold on, Danny. Danny. This Danny. We'll interrupt right. the sermon for a second to get. No, the you have a little turned around. Okay, hold, hold on. on. Yeah. I understand <laughs> north, south, west. Wait a second. I drive from Walkwall. You're coming I, down I George Bush. From a great distance east. Yes. And I head west. Uh -huh. You do. Okay. And I'm heading west, uh -huh. and I pass uh, the George, the Dallas North Tollway, which I, means you've already passed Preston. Yeah, I've already passed Preston. So you passed our office. I passed our office. I'm still heading to daycare. Right. And, day and so I'm saying, so you're on your way back. It's still not at daycare from. yet. Okay, okay, got it. Got, got it. it. Now, that was the piece I was missing. Hold on. I, I just, I just right. dropped my mouth. Right. <laughs> we got it. We got it. We I got thought it. we were still on the way. To, oh, I thought we were on the way to the office. Not yeah. still to daycare. That yeah. was the missing. No, we're we're on the way to daycare. <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. Holy hell, Danny's the Danny's the person. In our, I'm very. I'm Danny's very, the parishioner I'm, interrupting the yeah. sermon. Going, are we talking about our Lord and Savior Jesus? <laughs> Geographically put together. That's yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we're All right. there. So you're on, back on to the, the way sermon. To okay. So I look up. Now I'm just driving, like in the George Bush, and everyone's got a road like this. Atlanta, man, your 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 highways are rough like this too. Um, it's a super speedway. It literally is. If you're not going 80. You're, you're you're not driving like everyone's doing eighty and ninety on this thing, okay? And and I'm a defensive driver. I've got precious cargo in there, uh, my my two youngins, and so I'm a right lane driver. I don't really give a rat's ass about anybody else. Like do what you want to do, get angry, screw you. And I really mean that. Like I don't really care about anybody else. My That's job right. is to get these kids uh, to daycare. And, and you're in the correct lane for that. So yeah, yeah damn straight. Right, yeah, you're in I'm, a, right, yeah. I'm a 85, 45 year old man, and so I look up from my perch in the right lane to see a pickup truck flying through the air. What? And, I, and I'm like, holy hell. Are his wheels still below no, the no, rest no, of the no. truck? It's like, it's like Talladega. Okay. You got like four wheels off the ground? This dude's flying through the air. Oh, okay. And I look up and then I just see them all. Like five, five more cars. Just, I'm like, wow. And I'm like, and this so, is in the rear view mirror? No, it's in my front of me. Oh. And like, and, I, and I'm getting close. I'm, I can't be more than a tenth or two tenths of a mile away. What's and I see this, here? and so now I got to process what's going on. Yeah, like religity split. Right, you're a car guy. Yeah, uh, well, I'm in the minivan, which is <laughs> it's got an S on it, so that means it's super fast. Anyway, go ahead, yeah. you're processing this. Yeah. So, the the I'm like, and I've already made a decision long before I get on the roads that I usually will like if someone needs aid, like I'm probably not going to stop. And, and hear me out because it makes me sound like a horrible person because a lot of the accidents that happen happen from the rubberneckers. Yes. And, and I'm like, I've got these two young kids and I don't want to get rear-ended. This thing was so severe. I'm like, I got to stop. That's why I was late. So I stop 
uh, I pull over and I and I run out to the guy and like all the other cars stop. So that now there's a lot of help coming. Like look at his play. I'm telling you that there is nothing worth whatever whatever triggered that accident, which was probably speed. Like this guy, this guy was out of it uh, that I came up to, but the lady was helping. And help was on the way. He was he was coherent and wasn't. I don't know what's wrong with him. But I'm like I'm getting back in my like after about ten minutes. I'm like okay, he's stable. He's going to be fine. Let me get back in the car and get these kids off the shoulder of the road and, uh, and keep going. And, and it really led me to uh, like market patience. Okay. And someone's going to say, Tim, this is a stretch. Hear me out here. And I, and I can tell you that uh, that accident probably caused by patience, like a lack of that, right? And a lack of someone, uh, maybe someone not paying attention, maybe someone speeding, Maybe someone couldn't couldn't wait to get whatever. It doesn't matter what the reason is, but a lot of these things are caused by a lack of patience. And hear me out, because Remy says to me, why did the cars get in an accident? Right? Remy's Ford. It's a really good, good question. It's a really good yeah. question. And I and he and I said, Well, they had an accident. And he said, But aren't they just driving straight? <laughs> and I'm like, that's another that, good point. That's a great point. And he goes, why, why can't, and then the, the follow-up to this was, why didn't they just stay in their lane? And I guarantee you that whatever was the trigger, the person, or the, the automobile, uh, the two people, sometimes they're just axes, right? But I'm going to tell you something that I learned um, in the Marine Corps. There are no accidents. Like in, 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 they refer to aviation, they don't call them accidents, they call them mishaps. Because 99.9% of the things that go wrong in an aircraft are human related. Human error. It's yes. a mishap. It's something broke, right? Like something can break, but the human flying the airplane, flying the helicopter, didn't interpret the signaling right, and that led to the death. So I think choice, like how many stocks there are? Like 6,000 stocks, right? Something like that, yeah. tradable stocks. Like not OTC, like if you include OTC, it's like a gazillion. So almost uh, as many as there are mutual funds. <laughs> no, there's more. There's more funds. There's more funds. So and I and I think like you know where traders and investors get in trouble. Now listen, if you're a buy and holder, none of what we're talking about here. Like Tim, I just I just buy. Like I buy my favorite stock. I buy my favorite ETF. I I do whatever, and I just I just do it. I don't know why this matters. I hear you, and I'm not. I don't disagree with you. If you uh, don't like to write things down, uh, if you're a little bit more active, well, then this absolutely does pertain to you because oftentimes my mistakes came from or still come from, you know, a lack of patience trying to force something or, or I get paralyzed by choice. Like how many stocks? And, and then when you start thinking about it, like how many stocks are there? 6,000 plus, right? And then, okay, well, how, what's your setup? And then most, like, what are you looking for? Well, what do you mean? What are you looking for? Like, well, what? Is the stock? What are the components of the company that you're looking for that think that make you think it has the impetus to go higher? Because that's what we're doing here, right? Like most people want their stocks to go higher, right? And so, does the stock have the impetus? Does it have the fundamental and technical qualities to go higher? Then, are we in the right market environment for it to go higher, right? And now, like, and I'm I'm listing these things, right? And it, 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 you, to somebody who doesn't have a process, it feels overwhelming. And so, like, a lot of people think choice is great. And I, I am, I think freedom is great. 
But sometimes I think people misinterpret freedom and choice. Hear me out. When you go to uh, buy, what is it? When you go to buy a mattress, you bought a mattress lately, Danny? No. Mattresses are tough, man. Like, do you go space, space foam, memory foam? Do you go purple? What's purple? What's the purple mattress? What are they? Spring coils? Do you go firm, soft, hard? What's Sleep go, number. What's oh, it? man. They're inflating the bed with air. That's Wait a right. minute. Do I need an adjustable base? Like, it's mind numbing. And then, like, uh, the mattress, if you go to a mattress store, uh, like, they're selling the brands against each other. And they're, they're just trying to get you in the highest margin product for the person and for the store, right? This is the same bed they have in the Westin hotels, but it's only $4,000 where if you bought it from Westin, it's $8,000. Does that mean it's good? And, and then you're asking your friends what they sleep on. You're going to consumer reports. And, and all the choices, the myriad of choices that you have, don't leave you happy. Because you're going to go buy your mattress, right? You're going to go get your mattress and you're going to get home. And you might like it, but... Out of the 650 that you auditioned, you bought one. So there's 649 that every night you lie awake, you're going, was that other mattress really better? Did I get a good deal? Should I have, got, I should have gotten the other mattress. Like you're wondering about the other choices. And so with stocks, like if you're going to, like in Danny, um, I, Danny kind of got me thinking in his vein. He, he did a, a review for someone as, as a courtesy. And we do that for people, by the way. If you have, stocks you're like hey i don't know what to think of this um i'm not sure if the stock has the fundamental makeup uh or the impetus uh to go higher send it to us dan at revereasset.com he's america's fiduciary and so danny did a review for uh someone and this person had a gazillion stocks like they owned a gazillion stocks but they didn't have a gazillion dollars right and so it's it was a, a ton of stocks and 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 like, I, I, you know, this, this much might like there, there was a lot of stocks in there for the amount of money. And by the way, even if you have a gazillion dollars, there's only so many really good stocks out there to own. You probably shouldn't own all of them. And, uh, but people do that, Danny, in what, in the name of what? Well, the illusion of diversification. Perfect. And so what happens is, uh, because there's all these choices, you, you don't want to miss out. You don't want to be FOMO Baggins. FOMO Baggins. <laughs> when I get Alex to laugh, I know the joke line. Yeah. <laughs> I like Lord of the Rings. So. Alex, Alex is oh, a, one of my favorites. Really? Oh, I read them cover to cover when I was in junior high. Oh, wow. Those are thick books. So, yeah, they are. <laughs> no joke, yeah. Made up his own three or four <laughs> languages. Yeah. He was yeah. very, very... So uh, if you don't know what FOMO is, the fear of missing out, and I'm convinced that people develop a persona of FOMO Baggins because they don't want to miss out on stock. And not all the stocks go up every day, but you need a dope. This really comes down to the psychology of investing and dopamine rush. But you need to feel good, especially if you're the person picking the stocks or the ETFs or the mutual funds. You want to look at it and you want to feel rewarded for your research. You want to feel rewarded for doing the work and then getting the reward. And everybody wants that. There's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is you don't get that every day in the market. It's a market and sometimes prices, you know, the, the people in the auction house just, they don't want to bid them up. And maybe they want to bid up your merchandise. Maybe your merchandise isn't in favor. And so, and there might not be anything wrong 
with your process. But because the good Lord has offered us 6,000 investable stocks, uh, what you do is you load up your portfolio. And uh, it might not start out that way. Maybe you started with 10, but those 10 aren't working. You're going to have 20, and those 20 aren't working, so you're going to have 30. And surely I'm going to nail this. And then before you know it, you own 500 stocks, and all you should have done was probably buy the S&P 500 ETF. But you own like 395 individual names. In the name of what, Danny? Right. And where are you going? Probably nowhere. And it, it, it really is uh, a pulling back of the cover in the psychology of choice, which really is a pulling back of the covers and an analyzation of the psychology of patience. Because people, especially today, don't have the patience to let the trade develop, to let the company develop. How does a company go from a $100 million valuation to a billion dollar valuation? It's not overnight. It's growth. And so uh, Chipotle is a great example of this. Chipotle Public, it's not this huge valuation. They only have like, what, 29,000 shares, outsta- 29 million shares outstanding, pardon me. And so it's going to take growth. It's going to take EPS, man, earnings per share. And so that doesn't happen overnight. Amazon comes public, right? And, and Amazon went down 97% a number of times, right? But you're going to jump back in. How does Amazon go from small earnings, right, to, to big, to big earnings? It, it's patience and time. And so that's why I think people end up with, because, there's, because there's, no, there's no one stopping you at home, right? There's nobody stopping you from picking up the mouse, trading on the phone, doesn't matter what you do. There's no, there's no guardrails. There's no, there's no Roscoe Pickle train, right? To stay, to, and his dog Flash, to stop you from doing this. And so what causes, Danny, the accidents or the mishaps? And, and what, what, what seemingly would make people happy, but absolutely, I think, drives them batty, makes them unhappy. I think too much choice makes people unhappy and eventually just paralyzes them. Confusing, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's this choice thing. And so what I, what I offer folks, we're doing the show earlier this week. It's but, but, real quick one thing. Go ahead. So it's not just the individual's, <clears throat> quote, choice or personal choice. <clears throat> They're also groomed that way and conditioned that way by the brokerage firms and the insurance companies, aka the custodians. They don't mm. like to be called brokerage firms anymore. Like, they like to be called custodians because it sounds more fiduciary-like, but make no mistake, there's conflicts of interest. Right. But they give the, the same person also had, you know, some 25, 30 mutual funds, which right. is just a basket of stocks. Okay. So the, the the brokerage firms, even the discount brokerage firms, the Fidelis, the Schwabs of the world, they give that illusion of diversification by sticking you in 20 mutual funds. When you have the exact same correlation as if you had two funds, yeah. it's just it's just in a loop. But I'm saying sometimes it's not the individuals doing it. Mm-hmm. More often than not, it's the custodian that they're at, and they think they're getting non-biased advice oh, right. when it's just really a cookie cutter approach and, to do and Danny so, took it. Well, Danny, uh, let me take it one step further. There, it's a great point that you raise. Uh, Danny took it from uh, people that. Uh, use our services, uh, you know, that come to us. So most people who come to us come to us because they're disgruntled with what Danny just described, the illusion of the illusion of safety, which doesn't exist in diversification. And so um, I'm going to say, I'm going to take it from the individual investor point of view. And it really is television, right? Or media or wherever you consume it. It's just, you know, if it bleeds, it leads, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, if it goes up 100% or 10% or whatever, it bleeds. If it goes down 10%, 20%, it bleeds. 
and you never hear about the mundane, right? Because the mundane is what? Boring. And so it, what I want to show folks right now, and so uh, I'm going to give you, I, I'm going to tell you that what I'm showing you is open source. I've been talking about it for years. A uh, group, of, group, of, group of stockners that listen to our content, friends of the firm, right? F-O-F? Friends of the firm. Uh, friends of the firm. Uh, uh, talk about it. Uh, I, I refer to them uh, lovingly as IPO Club. IPO Club discusses more than just IPOs. A very limiting name I've given them uh, affectionately. And uh, they open source it, right? And so uh, they're like you on the other end of the microphone. They just like stop. They know there's opportunity there, but uh, they also know that there's a million ways to get burned within that opportunity, okay? And these are great, great folks, uh, uh, open sourcing uh, stuff that we talk about and making it better. And someone, Shared knowledge. Shared, shared knowledge. Shared and research. someone would say, Tim, why would you give it away? You guys are offering services. Like I, if everyone who listened to the show uh, became a client, if everyone who listened to the show became a client of the firm, if friends of the firm all became clients, we would be in an ivory tower. Like, like it would be, we wouldn't live there. We could build one. It's a big difference, right? <laughs> philosophical differences. Uh, but we, we could build um, ivory towers. We could get more princes. Can we still do the running joke? I know I brought the show down in the, be in the beginning, but we could, we could hire more princes. And so like all the princes, like no matter who's on the screen right now, we could do all of them. And so, uh, but, but, but we love individual investors. We're here to empower you because this is, the, this is the secret to our success, and it has been for years. We know that if we genuinely, within our hearts, do our best to help, empower, grow, listen, and discuss with you, that uh, not everybody wants to do this. Not everybody has your Well, passion. it's very hard. Yeah, well, not everybody has the passion or the affinity. To, Even if they have the passion or affinity, it's very hard. And, and it, wears, it, and it yes. wears them down. Yeah, or, or they work, or they've got uh, a, a myriad of kids. And so it just takes up their time. And so we're here to help. And uh, we're very relatable. And we know that over the years, what happens is people send us their friends and family. And for that, uh, trust, uh, we're always forever grateful. Uh, but let me give you this real quick. Let me show you. So, Daniel, a couple things. So, I am showing you what is affectionately known as a little white bar chart, WB. Okay, this is the S and P's. But let me just give you this and um, show you because I'm talking about triggers. And by the way, the way I trade or the way uh, you know some people trade doesn't matter who. The way Don trades, the way Alex trades, it, uh, the way um, Zach here might trade. Uh, he traded in the music I offered at the beginning of the show. I'll tell you that much. And so, um, it's not it, bad. <laughs> it's all, it's all individual. Okay. It, and, and if we do one thing here on the show to, that you walk away with, walk away with knowing that if you can get the words right and wrong out of your head and go flow and just like, like just the word flow, right? Like flow like water. Because if I talked about this last night on the video, I have the, I have the Wednesday night video. And, uh, and so many people are consumed with being right, you know, or, 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 or they feel bad if they were wrong. And well, what would wrong be? Well, it didn't go in the direction you thought. Uh, or what would right be? It went in the direction you thought. And just like, okay, it's doing what I thought, great. Uh, and when that changes character, I'm done. And what that does, or, or, or it's not doing what I thought, um, I should probably just end this. You know, like you can just, you can just end it, right? 
And a lot of people don't do that. And that's, but that's how we're wired as humans, Daniel. And, and, and think about it for a second. Like if, if your relationship with someone isn't going well, what do you try to do? You work on it. You, you, maybe we try to salvage the relationship. Um, if you uh, want to think in political terminology, the only one I know who's thinking about leaving the Democratic Party is Joe Manchin, right? Like you don't see Democrats becoming Republicans, Republican, or Inspector, uh, okay, now they're just all coming to my mind. <laughs> Republicans going to uh, the Democratic Party. You don't, you don't see it. What is it with Joes? Joe Lieberman left the Democratic Party to become independent. Joe Manchin. Any other Joes out there that I'm missing? Think about it. And so, um, discuss amongst yourselves. Discuss amongst yourselves. <laughs> Any other Joes that I'm missing here? Right into the show. Right, right, yeah. Uh, Dan at RiverAsset.com. Joe the Plumber. America. Oh, yeah, there you go. Boy, that guy had a moment of fame. Did he? Like, is that is that 2008? Is Joe the Plumber 08 or 12? I can't remember. A, a definitely an Obama candidate. Was it? Yeah, one, sure. one of the two. Yeah. Where did where did he go? Like, he, did he did he become like a better plumber, like a super plumber? Are people calling Joe the Plumber to come fix their? Oh, only fix their their. I'm brush. sorry, guys, for bringing that up. Man. Let, let, give, letting Tim take a left turn. I only fix pipes <laughs> that go at a yeah. 90 degree right angle. Somebody get a beat on Joe the plumber and write. Yeah, tell, tell us what happened place. to Joe the plumber. Yeah. God, I hope it's a happy story. <laughs> God, sure. I, I hate to be like we're doing this Joe the plumber riff, and it turns out that it's a sad <laughs> he's, ending. He's a political consultant now. <laughs> yeah, right. He's a lobbyist. Him and Carl <laughs> Rove. Lobbyist. Yeah. Boy, Carl Rove looks like a political Vern Lundquist, right? Like if we. Are, can 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 we pull that imagery up, Zach Fernline? Can you just do it? And if, uh, tell me if Fern Lundquist and Carl Rove have the same kind. Like, I'm trying to think of like, do you know what a nesting doll looks like? Like, if you pulled out Russian nesting dolls, I swear to God, one of them looks like Carl Rove. No, uh, I kind of think so. Anyway, um, for the big one, the first one. <laughs> I don't think Carl Rove's a big. Is he a big man? He's not thin. Oh, you're saying rotund, not tall. Yes. Oh, that's different. That's rotund, or husky. 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 Yeah. So listen. So these. So these. These charts. Um. And all they are, like I'm. I'm talking about eight. Like I on the on the show and on the videos, I talk about. Look, I like a a five twenty one cross, a five eight cross, or or an eight twenty one cross. And all that is is Daniel likes likes to interject. What is that, Daniel? What am I talking about when I talk about that? Moving average, short term moving average is overtaking the. A uh, little bit longer moving average, so short-term momentum is mm -hmm. gaining That's speed. It. So the odds of it going up in the very short term are higher. So now, there is uh, a, a great uh, stock nerd market lover. I'm like, I wonder if we could code that. Think or swim coding eludes me. I'm not even going to pretend like I'm writing code. I'm not writing think think script code, right? I've got I every time I sit down to try to learn how to code think think or think or swim, I get frustrated. But it turns out a stock nerd has come into my life. Goes by the name of Captain Dan. Okay. So Captain Dan says, I can code this. Like, dude's wicked smart, right? Mark from Buffalo is super smart. Captain Dan, like, there's a lot of smart people in IPO club. Thank God. And so uh, codes it. And that, that what you're seeing is this chart here. And so let me show you something. This, uh, you get a white bar and a gray bar, right? And it's really interesting because the, uh, the gray bar is a precursor. Uh, it's, a, it's a five through the eight. And then the white bar here is a five, excuse me. The white bar is a five through the eight. The gray bar is, a, there's a 21 in there and I'm, I'm getting myself dyslexic. The white bar is a 521. Mm -hmm. Okay. The gray bar is an 820, a 58. 
hard. Okay. I can't talk about it anymore. I'm going to really reverse the numbers in my head. Okay. But here's, here's what I want to show you with this Netflix chart. Because Netflix has gone on this great run. By the way, interesting uh, delayed reaction with Netflix. This is day two after earnings. And look, Netflix is up 4%. Tesla down pre-market uh, now after earnings. And now, now having, I think it's still having a run. Um, and so it, really interesting uh, delayed reactions. But here is, uh, you can see the moving average crosses happen. You can see this white bar and this gray bar. So if you understand what the colors mean, like, oh, those are the triggers. But it goes up, but then it comes back down. But what I'm going to give you here in the next couple of moments is I'm going to offer this chart to anybody who's thinking or swimming that listens to our show. Take it. Give it to you. I want you a part of our world. I want you interacting with us. I want you asking. I want you to write code for us. <laughs> Jesus, Dan. And any computer science guys? Yeah. You started it out with you could just fast forward. <laughs> and now you're again, you're, you're, yes, I want you to write code for it. Anyone can make this better. We're really open to that. Now, what I want to show you is something that uh, a lot of people will miss. So this is a short move. Now, granted, 621, this is, you know, into July. That, that's a pretty good, that's time frame move, right? Five trading days a week. But the big move, right? The big move here. Look at this. You get a white bar here, white bar, gray bar, and then away she goes. You got another white bar here, okay? So what is the difference between right here and over here? And you're starting to come out of the moving average stack. And so when you look over here, take these markers off. Marks off. Can you put his picture on the left, Zach? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Should I recircle? No, it? no, no, no. You're no go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Sometimes so I'm, I'm playing with our new picture. He, he's picture, picture in picture, so but you, he's putting yeah. his picture in picture right on the top it's, right it's part of the chart. It's a fine thing. I got, yeah, I think I got no worries. Somewhere. No worries. So here we go. So look here. You got the 50 day that's and the 200 day that are above the 82134 uh, that I usually look at. And here you can see, well, you start to get away. You start to get a 5, 8, 21, but you still got this problem with the old. Uh, but look at what happens when the moving averages, and there's no earnings here, but look at what happens when the five comes through the eight, they, they all come through the 21, the 34, you get sequential numbering. You get five, eight, 21, 34, 50, 200. That's the opportunity. Like that's, that. And you what, mean they're stacked. They're stacked. You get the moving average stacked. You got your trigger event. And, and, and so now. Across. Across. And so now, what would be a uh, cause to want to take like, well, damn, that's great. When do you sell? Well, well, you're holding the 21 here, so that's pretty good, right? You clearly got some profits here. You know, like I... It, <coughs> you all right? Yeah, well, I've got, I've got like... Kid Allergies. Uh, it's either that or kid crud. It's one of the two. So um, my kids are in daycare. And so they come home with... Can you sit further back? Nah, you it's back? not... It's <laughs> not right. You know, you know what it could days. be. Yeah. It's not... <laughs> You're why there's t-shirts saying it's yeah. allergies, not COVID. Hey, Alex made that joke in the pre-show. All right, to be fair. All right. I, fair I'm just living it from him. <laughs> well, that's a fair uh, You're joke. fine, I'm sure. I like your song. That's right. Hey, it's not you. It's me. We can't go to the prom. Look, I, I've heard this before. Everybody go listen to the Dead South. Tim really likes it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> don't make me laugh. Go ahead. <clears throat> I'm trying not to laugh. Sorry. So, um, look, you get a couple of clothes below the 21. Maybe you want to help take profits. I'm just talking about stock traders. Now, listen, if you're, if you're an options trader, you need, to have, you need to have specific targeting. 
in mind because look, this this is an explosive move right here, okay? And then you pull back to the 21, you've given a lot up of that explosive move. So you, it's an individual's question. Now you can email Dan at RevereAsset.com and get his take on it or Don or Alex or, or me or Hunter. I actually have you. a trade I did uh, on that yesterday. There you go. And so yeah. there, there's a lot. And then what I really like though, so I like to sneak in Dan. So how do you, mm-hmm. yeah, get that? Yeah, I got it. Like a, like a spider sneaking in. Do spiders sneak? Spider sneak. Spider sneak? Sneaky. Sneaky so things, yeah. uh, what you can do here is I've got it uh, out. And so this is a 195 uh, minute chart scale. And so you're more than welcome to have this too, right? So uh, I like to sneak into a chart, like four hour chart or 195 minute chart, which gives you just two bars. And so uh, you can just run through like, Here's Adam. And what I'm looking for is I'm looking for the same setup on the top chart here, the 195 minute chart. And uh, I want to see kind of alignment on the daily chart. And then I just run through them and I go, okay, what, what gives me the setup? And so it really is a, a screening process and then understanding what your setup is. And what that's going to do is limit your choice. I think it limits your paralysis. It, it, and it, it gets you out of the FOMO mindset. It has you more focused on these are the attributes I'm looking for. And if those attributes disappear whenever you're in the trade, what do you do? Exit. Exit. And, and, and then that makes it really simple. And so um, like here, I'm just running through these real quick. If anything catches my eye. I think CBOE, I, I did this before the show. Oh, that was, what was that? What's AR? That looks nice. Um, AR looks nice. ADS. Uh, we just type in. Let me just get throw a dart. C- no, I want to get to CBOE. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get there, and I'm not. I'm not there. I, I didn't realize it would take so long to scroll through these. Come on, CBOE. Did I get there yet? I'm CF. Well, I feel like I'm close. Anyway, oh look at this. What is uh, Confluent? Don't even know. But that's uh, that is absolutely a nice uh, consolidation. But having that screening process eliminates, I believe, the FOMO baggage, right? Because now you're down from six thousand stocks. Like these are these stocks in my 195 minute scan. Uh, they do have a fundamental component to them, and they also have a consolidation a consolidation component to them. And that makes that's what I look. For. But Stockner, let, let me put my Tim Turner on just for a minute. Yeah. So. What Tim is saying is we've got a, you know, we've got fundamental screens anyway. Don's got them. Everybody, it's, you, you've got to meet certain parameters just to get considered to be included in the, the, the watch list. And then we go through them and which ones look timely at this given moment in time. So the ones that aren't setting up right now aren't bad companies or bad stocks maybe at some other time they're just not as timely and the other ones have a higher probability of moving up right now and so it's all probabilities based so you want to refine your search to some of the best companies using fundamentals and then you want to trick uh, trickle down with technical to pick the best timely stocks at the moment so just because it's a great stock excuse me a great company does not mean it's a great stock, meaning does not mean it's timely. That's exactly the point. Thank you. Oh, I'm a damn genius. 
Don't worry, we covered that <laughs> earlier. Covered that earlier too. And and real quick, let me the show say, before the show. Yeah, oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> was that in the pre-show? I think that was on the phone call. Oh, um, it, was, it doesn't need to be said. And then look at love. So like, <laughs> we all know. Make a Tim laugh. Cough again. <laughs> yeah, and, and love is a great example of this. Like this is Southwest, and long before uh, Southwest had the issues that Southwest has. Like you can see, well, Tim, I got a, I got that trigger here that you like so much, but. You, you don't have the moving average stack, right? And when you finally get like a little bit of the moving average stack, it just starts to collapse itself. And so, but you still don't have it. There's the 200, there's the five, there's the eight. You get, it ends up that you get really selective. And, and that selection, I believe, is your benefit because if you don't find a lot of your setup, like you can't, like you keep looking and looking and looking and it's not there, the most likely the market's turning not in your favor. And what that's doing is it's keeping you out of harm's way. It, it's, it's paying attention to the signals that matter. And bringing this back now to where I started, the person that triggered whatever chain reaction accident happened in front of me that was really bad, they probably wish they were paying attention to what really And I think that there are uh, parallels here to the investing world. And all of this is recoverable, though. That's the great thing about investing. It, you don't, if, as long as you're using... Discipline and 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 portion, portion size, position size, position sizing. Thank you. It's all recoverable, and you can always grow and learn. Look, look. Sometimes you'll you'll outperform the market. Sometimes you might underperform some. The main thing is that as long as you protect the big corpus, the big principal amount from big big drawdowns, things will every once in a while things line up perfectly, and making money is actually very easy. It's not like that all the time. In fact, this year has been a little tougher. It, it just depends on, but, but as long as you don't have big, big drawdowns, you'll get your pitch to, to coin, you know, you turn a phrase. So uh, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, we are missing um, uh, our prince. Prince uh, Valiant. Our rule, yeah. Which I had the thought this morning because I knew uh, Hunter would, wouldn't, wouldn't be with us. Um, does me mommy Tim, listen? You can't see the photo. No, I can't. No, see, I can't see. see. That's why we're all laughing. It is, well, it makes it even funnier because I can't see it, and I'm just talking like, you know, like yeah. And everyone else is like, Dude, right. does Tim not see this? You're how, suspended. How, the how does show. he not? How did, why is he talking so seriously That's about right. about his cat's death? And there's a picture of whatever's on the like, Um, I wonder if me mommy listens when Hunter's not here. Good question. Yeah, she, I think she. I think she will. Whoa, hold on. Whoa. Al Al Alex's uh, hand up in the air. Alex, have Whoa. you been talking to me, Mommy, yeah. while, while Hunter is gone? Whoa. She, she, they, she emailed. She, she, when, she's a big yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got when when Hunter's on a cruise and out of communications way, are you standing, Hunter? <laughs> so uh, he, he's in the doghouse because he sent me a picture oh, no. uh, of the water uh, from the cruise and he didn't send it to them. So, <laughs> water. So he's in the doghouse. <laughs> he literally took a picture of the water and sent it to you. He's, he's yeah, sending pictures of the trip to, so to Alex, but not his what grandparents. Are, yeah, not his family. <laughs> who, who was the crusty clown, crusty uh, crab relationship you were discussing with Don this morning? Who are those? That that superhero team that lives in an old folks home. Oh, uh, uh, that's in SpongeBob. Yeah. Oh yeah, Don. Particle Boy and and. Uh, yeah, Mer Mermaid Man. And Mermaid Man and, and Barnacle Boy. Boy. <laughs> Hunter and Alex. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. There you go. There you go. Um, Mermaid Man voiced, voiced by Ernest Borgnine. Really? Yep. 
the late Ernest Borgnine of McHale's Navy and Airwolf. Poseidon Adventure. Yep, Poseidon Adventure. Did not think that's where that P was going. Literally, Danny, when you paused with the best work, when you paused at the letter P, I took a breath. I did not know where you were going with that. I didn't know if there was a joke or a real thing there. No, I would say it was a great movie. Poseidon Adventure? Did not, yes. No, 1973, the, Shelley Winters. It was did, a great yeah. movie. It's like the ship that disappeared. Is no, that it, it? it got capsized. It turned over upside down. It was a cruise ship, and it was going to sink. And there's people trapped in the ship that are still alive. Most of them. Yeah. They got hit by a tidal wave. Oh. And it flipped upside down. It's still... Uh, it's upside down floating, but most... And they're trying to get up. That's the same... You know what my favorite movie for the longest time was? The Towering Inferno. Like it was one of the was the Poseidon Adventure one of those movies that had a bunch of stars in it or was yes, it yes yeah well pretty good a couple yeah. features yeah yeah because uh, the Towering Inferno had like it was like a Scooby Doo like when Scooby Doo and Harlem Globetrotters get it was like all the stars in the world of that era were in I think the Towering Inferno Does anyone do you remember that movie yeah I didn't I didn't oh I didn't like it so <laughs> Zach didn't like the Dead South nah, you don't like right. the Towering Inferno I have never once said I didn't yeah, like you need to watch movie. Poseidon Adventure. Uh, right, they, right. Hold on, I, I'm gonna. You're gonna be my one last thing, okay? Okay. We're gonna go to Zach. Uh, Zach. We're gonna go to Alex, and then we're gonna go Don, and then the one last thing after you after you do the normal outro. Okay. We're, I'm gonna come back to you, and I'm gonna say because I've got to lead into your segment. Oh, okay. Okay. Thought you were gonna ignore me and go right by me. Again. Would would not ignore you. <laughs> I would pull over on the side of the road if I saw and you and help. And render aid. Go. I gotta tell you what, that whole thing with uh, pulling that's over and, scary. No, and no, people getting rear-ended, like that's a real thing. No, especially that, on the Audubon. That George Bush is the most dangerous. That George Bush is dangerous. 75 is they worse. Move out there. Oh, yeah. Because of the traffic. Yeah, because yeah. of how crowded it is. Yep. Speeds Nuts. aren't quite as high, but. Yeah. Yep. Uh, people, and, and people aren't paying attention, man. Their heads are down. Uh, no, they're reading their text. Yeah, come on. Alex, what you got, man? Yeah, oh, actually. Hold on. While Alex tells me what he got with the well, actually, about a video. Uh, Let me tell you about a little video, a little ditty Alex did here on the uh, Revere Asset YouTube channel. If you could all just go. Yeah. Here's the thing I need. I need you at home listening, you in the car listening, and three friends to like and subscribe. That would help us out greatly. We're making a transition from Vimeo. We're going to still post on Vimeo. Don't, don't worry, all you Vimeo uh, fans. But our, our main thrust is going to be from uh, here on out, probably YouTube, as we integrate it into the new website. Which, Danny, I got the design flats back. All right. Ooh. All right. All right. All right. Oh, look design. at that. Yeah, yeah, I got the design flats back. Let me see. Where's Danny at? Let me, did you guys see the updated photos of Danny and Don? Oh, that looks good. Yeah, that's what we're going with on the on a lot of the GQ comments. Oh, well, that's it. Look at Don. I mean, just. That look, looks like a young Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Spinning image on the left. <laughs> Wait, that's you though. That's his Dan Stewart. That's not. It says your name. Oh, it does say Dan Stewart. Yes, it does. They're not us. They're, those well, are like sorry, those yeah. are like when you buy a picture frame from the store and it's got the family. That's in there. right. That's like, that's a draft. Right? This is the yeah, best part of the joke where he's actually explaining that it's not him. <laughs> for, for audio that, listeners, oh my gosh, yeah. this is that. That's well, I'm like, they will know that I got a beautiful head of hair and that guy's bald. It's true. Danny, Don and I sometimes will joke with Danny that he'll argue any point with us on the call. Like, it, it, this guy could be blue. And he's like, you know, sometimes it's gray. Playing dead, and sometimes it is. <laughs> this is going to trigger your one fan. Oh, God. You keep, you keep setting them straight, Danny. Danny forwards us his fan mail, not making it up. He will. Oh, that is so not true. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to get struck by you, lightning. You, you, ought to, you ought to see how much I don't forward to you. <laughs> 
I get lots right. of fan mail. You should see some. I, I gotta tell you what, man. I am living on the edge. I decided. Not, I decided not to pee before this show, thinking, you know what? I want to. I want to keep the show moving, so I'm gonna not empty my bladder. And that laugh right there almost made me empty my bladder. I am living on the edge, folks. Alex, tell us what you're doing. Yeah. So yesterday, uh, pull up Netflix. You brought it up. I oh I sure, man. Follow up on that. Let's do it. By the way, uh, real quick, so, he just put up Barnacle Boy <laughs> on the picture. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. It's the best joke we've got running, man. I can't wait to see this week's screenshot. <laughs> thumbnail. Go ahead, man. So uh, Netflix, uh, big-time liquid growth leader right now, and it's a big-cap stock. They reported earnings yesterday. So when I take a trade like this, wait after the earnings so you're not gambling into an earnings call. And you see that? Pink line is the 21-day EMA. That's well, right. yesterday morning, I saw it bouncing off that, so I bought some November 650 calls. Woo! For, I, think they, I think they were $9.70. Um, and the reason I did the November is if you had done weeklies during the day, I watched the weeklies for this podcast. I wanted to just give an example. You would have been up a little bit, but at the close of the day, you were down 50%. So you would have most likely been shaken out, but no November's never broke cost. So I was able to hold. And then today I trimmed 25% of the position at a 50% gain. That's usually what I do. And I, and I sold another 25% um, at a hundred. They actually doubled up. They're, they're up over a hundred percent. So, and, and within 24 hours, if you're on target and follow a moving average like that, is that you can't have results like that. Is that a clap machine? Uh, yeah. That's funny. Dang, yeah. Those were Alex's fans. Those were Alex's fans. I was over here like yeah, panicking. Here like, what is wrong in the setup? Okay. Um, so, machine. yeah, that was that was a good one. The, the key is you got to take your profits, have rules. I have my rules. 50 to 100% I'm always taking profits. And I have my awesome. stop. Never, never triggered the stop yesterday. But my point is, Give yourself a month or more on the options because if you had done weeklies, you would have never held overnight. And if you did, that's just gambling. So just be careful when you do weeklies. Try to go a month out. Give you got to give time. yourself a little time. Here's the reason why. Yeah. They, a little uh, behind the scenes, a little inside baseball, Daniel, if you would, in the mm -hmm. options world. And Alex knows all this, but the fans don't. The, 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 can, where are his fans at? Mm -hmm. Where are Alex's fans at? Right here. There they are. They might not know. <laughs> so uh, what Alex described, look at you. It's like you got them coming and going. That was my fade. That was my fade. I was fading the applause button. I'm That's impressed. awesome. Applause button. Hi, Meryl. Good. <laughs> One day we'll get her in here. Danny, we, Danny has. We the, need to get a roving camera so we can Danny like has panoramic. the nicest person. Uh, she works alongside Danny. And she is awesome. Her name is Meryl. And uh, the stories that she must be able to tell. God, I, I, when next time Danny's not here, we're just going to bring her in and let her talk for an hour. Um, yes, so, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, she will only have good things to say. Oh, Danny. Uh, <laughs> the I, the IV crush is what Alex is describing. So stocks, as they go into an unknown event, earnings, because uh, you don't know how it's going to turn out. Uh, they, the market makers raise the price of the options, both the calls and the puts. And so something that might have a 20% IV normally throughout just a normal week in the market now has like 100%. In higher implied volatility. And so what that is, it's juicing. So if you bought calls, right, uh, you, you bought calls that normally would cost, you know, Delta 70s, you bought them, they normally cost 20 bucks. Uh, because it's this one special week that happens four times a year, 
those $20 calls get juiced up to 100 they widen the premium yeah. to cover yeah. their spread. They're a it, bookie. It's 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 like uh, it's like trying to buy tickets to the Super Bowl. Like it's just another football game, but this one is super. And so uh, they raise the ticket price, and so that's what they're doing. Yeah. They raise the ticket Thank price. Thank you for explaining that, Tim. And then what happens um, after the event comes out? It doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. You you get a deflating balloon. You get the crush. And so what yeah. you saw yesterday was. Just the, the people, all the and big firms do this. They, they sell a ton of calls and puts, right? And they're just letting the air out of the balloon. And now the stock is free to continue on the path that it was. We now join our program already running, scheduled in progress. Okay, so uh, that's what happened there. Is that all you got, brother? I got more, uh, I got more stocks. Yeah, I pull up uh, ITB, Home Builder uh, ETF. Let's do it. I'm I, I, noticing that it potentially... Um, could be forming a little bit of a bottom here. And you can see the previous lows back in July and June. It, to me, I'm seeing a big time support there and it, and it jumped up above its 50 day and 200 day moving average. I, I, got, an, I got a really close eye on this, uh, this sector. I think that this rallies back just based on the chart and the way that RS line's pointing back up. Uh, I like the look of this one. A Couple other ones. This was the bonus stock last night. If you watched the video on YouTube, like Tim said, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, pull up uh, AMD, Advanced Micro Devices. Hold on, I'm highlighting. I got problems with these there guys right now. Hold on, I'm, call I'm calling AMD Tech Support when I get home. What's going on with AMD? What's up with AMD? Oh, I, I bought a computer part from them that's non-functioning. Like from the actual manufacturer? You can I buy it from the direct from the manufacturer? Uh, no, I bought it at a micro center down the street. I but see. to be fair, three-year product warranty because they stand by their stuff. So for what it's worth, AMD, not so bad. Very good. Yeah. They'll help me out. Anyway. here. Yeah. Yeah, I actually have their uh, their Threadripper, the Ryzen 9 uh, uh, card for my computer. Ryzen 9 39. Okay, we'll talk computers it. later. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. They uh, it has a it's, start it's, calling it's you Kim's. I, I have the same thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so this I think I talked about this last week on the podcast. This double bottom that it's created, it, it's really following through actually, and um, the volume is there. It's liquid. Here's the thing, though. The market, we, we just had a follow-through day last week, and the market has gone up six days straight. So I, I will say um, if you're looking to buy something like this, be patient because we're probably going to have some backfilling. I'm not saying we're crashing. I'm not saying we're going to pull back a lot or have a correction. but Do not talk um, bearish, Alex. That's rule yeah, number one. Historically, the market doesn't go straight up. So if there is a pullback, have that watch list that we've been talking about. We're giving these great names. And find what works for you. And again, like Dan said, the most important part of investing he was alluding to is risk management. Always have your stops. I want to give Alex some and kudos it, here. I want to throw Alex like the biggest applause. You got some? Sure. He's got your man crush. There if I would have, if I, like earlier, you know, you can tell Alex is really starting to settle in. Uh, like, and he's having, I think he's having a good time. I hope he's having a good time. Uh, earlier, if I would have just yelled at him, don't be bearish, Alex. Like, what? No. Now he's just like, F you. Like, 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 <laughs> like, like I, I've got something to say here. Could you stop interrupting me with your nonsense? I appreciate that. And I think that you're awesome, Alex. So keep going. Oh, thank you. I, I, same to you. Um, if you could pull up a Tesla for me. If you could pull up Tesla. It's like we're in Catholic Church. One. Peace be with you. Oh, same to you. And also with you. Yeah. Peace be with you. And also so, with you. We they lift up our hearts. Earnings, this stock reported earnings last night, and I think the 
Don, if I'm not mistaken, the revenue was 10 times what it was last year. Is that right? Let me pull up the stats and see. There, uh, well, sure while Don's pulling that up, the, the big number that's interesting about this, uh, I, I'm a fan of this. The, um, like the credit number was like, it was a, like, you know, they get money from selling all credit offsets backed up. Like that number was not big. Like it, they used to rely on that a ton to generate that revenue. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what it was? It was the cash flow. And that number wasn't as big as before. And that, that, that's real growth. Like they're not just, yeah, doing, they're not just yeah. doing Sales carbon credits and see. Well, was it done? Sixty percent. Yeah, sales were up sixty percent. I think you're right. It was. Uh, I think the cash metric. flow was the one that there was a crazy number compared to last year on their free cash flow, and I was like blown away. I I, I didn't realize how much well, they had grown. Well, both both of those both of those what Tim just said and what Alex says dovetails perfectly accounting wise. So if they're not kind of pumping up the revenues with carbon credits or kind of non cash like shell items that are like depreciation of things that are moving stuff around but not real cash but they're actual selling you know cars and trucks and the revenues coming in that's going to increase their free cash flow yep gotcha well and anyways we did we did uh buy this in-house today it, it was rallying up in the morning um we, you know, it's uh, and we've already we owned it. RS we added. We've already right. owned. It. We've already we've already owned it. Yeah, we we added. we we added. Excuse me, we added to the position. And uh, I'll let Don. Uh, Don, you can you can add to that because that you know. I'll let I tell you, that's a great. On that is that all you got? Because that's a good segue to get to. Yeah. Don. All right, yep. Don, take it away. Yeah, our initial buy on Tesla, if you want to bring up the chart, was on uh, eight thirty one. Mm -hmm. Right here. Right. Uh, uh, when it broke through recent highs uh, at 7.30. You can see that 7.30 area a little bit to the left there. Pulled back uh, to the 21. Uh, came up, formed a little flag. Uh, and just has really started to reassert itself since it broke 800 as uh, a big tech market leader the way, the way it used to be. And then not a lot of initial reaction to their earnings at popped the like 10 bucks dropped 20 bucks but once trading started this morning uh volume really kicked in and right now the high of the day is right at 900 which is just 40 cents off of an all-time high so volume yeah. coming into tesla uh looks like it wants to go higher uh as alex alluded to most if not all of their financial metrics continue to improve their return on equity has improved four straight quarters uh, their margins were higher than were expected. Margins are really looked at closely in uh, in the auto sector, and their margins are way better than Ford and GM. Real, real uh, quick, so uh, Don. So on the screen, I took a screenshot of this last night because I thought it might come up when I showed it. Uh, Tess, can you see that? The or, glare, kind of. Uh, oh, okay. Little, there, 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 oh, I'm so sorry. Right here. You're right there. That's yeah. Okay. Leave that. Yeah. So there's an IV number next to the options chain. So. Tesla yeah. actually had uh, last night going into the print, uh, what is it, uh, 67%, 66% implied volatility. Uh, normally that lives in the 40s. Uh, and an expected market maker move uh, through the rest of this week of about uh, $40. And so uh, it, might get, it might get up there. Uh, today's Thursday, so Friday maybe it goes up. Uh, but Those it's, option market makers are like the smartest people. They, I, I don't know how they they do it, but they they're usually I'd say more than fifty percent of the time they're pretty spot on on the move. 
They're, they're well, controlling the market. That's Alex, 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 the market makers, by definition, have the order flow. They get to see the book before anybody. In other words, they're they've got inside information. They know the order. They know the, oh. the buys and sells coming down the pipe, so they know okay, how to know adjust that. the order book. Just like a bookie is taking bets in Vegas, he's adjusting the spread based on how many bets he receives on, on both side, sides. Yeah. The the buying and selling. He just wants to. He doesn't want to have any risk. He just wants to think he's big. So when they see a lot of order uh, okay. flow coming one way or the other, they're going to adjust gotcha. the implied volatility. That's exactly it. And so, I didn't know that. Uh, it, that, that. And then that number is math. And a lot of platforms don't. They'll have the IV. They won't have the math associated with the implied volatility. Right, right. Think or swim. I, I think Tasty Trade has it now. But Tasty Trade was started by the... Snoznoff. Yeah. yeah. He's got a guy, guy that invented yeah, Think or Swim. swim. That's so, how I learned options. He's a smart guy. He's a real smart guy. And so Don, I think it's Don Kaufman. Don, someone else had a hand in creating that number too. Anyway, um, super interesting mathematical formula there to get uh, a number that translates to the IV. And anyway, uh, Tesla's with the market. This is not a shock to the market. What, up or down. It's an up or down number. It's plus yeah. or minus. Anyway, uh, Don, go. I apologize. I thought that was interesting. Uh, All good. Pull, uh, go to 729 on the Tesla chart, Tim. I want to uh, mention that this had the same power of three set up, and you probably would have got all those uh, moving average crosses firing oh, off. Oh, here, let me, let me do that. On, I'm sorry. On yeah. 729 and 730 uh, when it really started this, uh, this last move up, which was a couple of days after its prior earnings report. Right there. So one, one thing that's important and, and something to add on, uh, just because you see a tight setup like this, there, William O'Neill is fond of saying it's not the setup that's going to make the stock double. It's the story behind the stock. And this is where the N in can slam, something, a, something new, a new product, and also the uh, relative strength come into the equation. And uh, Tesla certainly uh, displays both of those positive characteristics. Uh, so that's how, uh, you know, the tech, the technical part is only a part of the picture. It's the story behind uh, the chart, what's going on with the company that, that will make your stock uh, double or make your stock just, because uh, if it's not going to outperform, you might as well just buy the SPY. So we're looking this, for something that's special in the company. Tesla split five for one. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So here, if you just, in thinkorswim, if you just do the number five, the multiplication symbol, and then the ticker, you this is what Tesla would look like pre-split. So someone might someone might not have realized Tesla split. Oh, so you've actually got to do it in there, or what doesn't automatically do it? No, it's split. Okay, I just gave you the pre-split price. I got you. This is what Tesla looks like pre-split. It's a it's a forty four hundred dollars stock. Right, right, got it, got it. That's I, I see what you're saying. So when you hear somebody bashing, think about it. Like there's a lot of bitter people out there, right? Um, the, like let's just look at Ford. Right, that's not a bad looking chart of Ford, right? Ford Ford had a breakout, you know. From that last consolidation here, people arguing that Ford is, I mean, when you're talking stock, I mean, let's just go back to uh, Tesla is a 4,400 pre-split, a $4,400 stock. And there's Ford. And you just know people are kvetching about like, that's not, Ford has got all the cars. And there's this company, you know, just like one singular focus, right? So you just take five times, like this is the, probably like on the whole entrepreneurialism of Elon Musk, right? It, it, it's to be marveled at. Like, singular focus. He was part of the PayPal mafia. 
uh, with David Sachs and uh, Peter Thiel and a whole bunch of other guys. But the singular focus, it's almost like a singular focus. He's got a rocket company and he's got a solar company and man, making this work. It's amazing. And uh, it's a yeah. it's a forty four hundred dollar forty five hundred dollar stock. It's a forty five hundred dollar car company because there's such a thing as first mover advantage. I know people are going to say that the Mach-E, the Ford, the Ford, the Ford pickup truck, and Lightning, all great. There is something about first mover advantage captivating the hearts and minds of people, and that's something that Ford hasn't been able to do. And that's something that General Motors is far from doing. Far from doing. Tesla, though, God bless. What a what a, what an American triumph story. Yep. So, and, and by the yeah. way, from from a non-American, from so anyway, uh, I I marvel at this, and I think it's wonderful, <laughs> and I and I'm amazed that there's so many haters out there of, of what's. Well, you get that all the time. And by the way, I used to be critical too. Like, let's not, you know, like I critical back in uh, the low hundreds. I wasn't. Because I have all the accounting shenanigans, but people hated Henry Ford too. So well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and now we have the eight-hour workday. So thanks, thanks, Ford. <laughs> all right. What you what you, what you got, Don? There, there, uh, factoring in SpaceX, Elon Musk is on track to become the first trillionaire. Yeah. You're gonna beat Bezos? Why? Oh, he he already has beat Bezos, and Be- and Bezos tweeted something, and then uh, Musk followed it up with a silver medal. Right. For second place. Second place. <laughs> <laughs> now they were dancing back and forth on it. Like that's hilarious. It is quality. Yeah, yeah. dude's got a sense it of is. humor. Yeah. So, so since bless. the since the from a market perspective, since the follow through day uh, last Thursday on ten fourteen, uh, if you're if you're watching the nightly videos, I go through a market facts, presenting both a bullish case and the bearish case, and. Uh, we continue to take out the levels on the bullish side. And as long as that continues and leading stocks continue to act well, we'll continue to have a lot of exposure to the market. The first um, level to watch for the downside would be around the 44.30 to 44.50 area. If we would uh, pull back and break those levels, that would get us, uh, start taking us out of the market. Uh, and then 4,300 is the line in the sand for, uh, for bearish. That's the right below those recent lows that we, uh, that you can see those spike lows, uh, on the chart that Tim is showing right now, where we have all those red candles, uh, bunched together back at the beginning of October, but, uh, absent, uh, news and information to the contrary, the market is, um, acting well. Six days straight up, wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit of sideways movement here, but that would give uh, some leading stocks some time to take a little bit of a breather before possibly uh, moving into the the most bullish seasonality part of the year, which is November and December. So that's what we're keeping an eye on. And... Um, Absent, absent bearish news and distribution, uh, the market's acting fine. Can we keep Hunter, I, I, I mean, out of work for the rest of the year if the market's going to act like this? Or maybe it's... <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> that, that, is just, cruises, yeah. that, that, <laughs> is, that is the quickest way to get on me mommy's bad I'll just tell you right there. I'll tell you what, uh, Daniel, let's do this. Uh, let's do the normal close. And then I'm going to toss it back to you. So oh. do the normal close. Okay. And then just, I'll tell you what, I've confused you. Do the normal close. 
Folks, if you like what you heard, please tell a friend, tell a neighbor. Just send them to revereasset.com. They can sign up for our daily market insight video newsletter. Uh, it gives you insights about what we think is coming up the following day. Um, we won't spam you. We won't reach out to you in any way. It's up to you to reach out to us if you want a complimentary portfolio review or just want to have a topic that you want discussed on the radio. You can email any of us with questions, Dan at revereasset.com, Tim at revereasset, Don at revereasset, Tim or Hunter at revereasset. You can always call us old school at 855-REAL-WEALTH. Now, Danny, I'm about, I usually close the show with one last thing mm-hmm. to reward mm-hmm. people that listen to the credits, right? Mm-hmm. We end the show mm-hmm. and then I want to reward the listener that just listens all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. And and if you, by the way, if you find yourself being one of the people that don't listen to the end, we give away all the stocks that are going to go up the next day at the end of the show. So you should always listen to the very, at the very end. But Danny uh, came in here and he was just fired up about something. And he's like, I want to talk about something. And I said, what's up, Yosemite Sam? And he said, and he gave me a uh, said thing that he wanted to talk about. Um, so I've now got what I've called um, Danny's mob. <laughs> Danny's mob. No, it's hold on. Danny's market observations that's where i get the mob market observations. really really that's a big kerplunk but, but anyway you know what <laughs> <laughs> i i'll describe something as a kerplunk in my life this week let's let's kerplunk that's I, the headline of the show big when, 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 when you can, Tim's kerplunk. When right. you can come in and and make the show work amazing i'm sorry no right, no paybacks paybacks no no hold on I, do, can, can you give me that red clapper thing? No, I'm not going to give it. No, I'm not going to give because it's got other sounds for me. It's got other sounds besides clapping. <laughs> it's got negative sounds, which I'm saving for you, but you may use it on me. So no, you can't have it. Negatives. Oh, negative sorry. sounds. Negative. <laughs> These are negative sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard of his negative so, sounds. Sounds that are too crass. For me. Yes, crass. And yes. Tim would love those. Like a tuba. Tim, sure Tim would love those. You know what instrument makes oh, the most negative sounds? Yeah. Tuba. You better take that thing with you when you go on vacation. Yeah, I, do, I do. Tuba makes the most negative sound. Wah, wah. Is that a tuba? Wah, wah. Yeah, but it's got that sound. Does it? Somewhere, yeah. Husky guy walking. Tuba. I think that's a trombone. Trombone. There you go. Not yeah. tuba, trombone. Yeah, trombone, yep. Sorry, you come up with the negative sounds instruments in your head lickety split. Anyway, Danny had, I was going to ask you, but Danny got on the phone. This is what happens. Danny gets on the phone right before the show is going to start. And he, I don't even think he's talking to anybody. He just wants to feel <laughs> important. Anyway, Danny does this. And so we have to typically wait for Danny. And so I was going to have you do five, but then you only, you left, like you're like on the phone. So now I know you have one. So going forward, people liked you. Like I'm not being facetious. People liked your observations on the Fed, on the economy. They liked how irate you get. And so uh, I was going to make it a regular segment, but then you just left. And so... (laughs) Okay, and so now, and Danny, Danny is rightly to be frustrated at what's happened. Um, what Danny was frustrated at, but anyway, you got one. I just got one, got one. quick. I thought I got this article today. The headline is Bert Bernanke, you know, the former Fed and Bernanke. Bernanke is vexed by the strangest labor market ever and downplays inflation. Now that's translate that well. Basically, he's confused and he's puzzled, that's puzzled, by this labor market that he can't explain because none of his prophecies that he said was going to happen, happened and came true. And the inflation is now, the horse is out of the barn, it's much higher than the 
transitory 2% target they were trying to get. They way overshot their target. It's five and a half now. It's not two. So they completely screwed up. But, 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 he said that he believes the inflation will diminish in 2022 and employment will approach full employment in the next 12 months. That's the first paragraph of this article. Now, me and my little mind thinks, okay, Bernanke just admitted he got it completely wrong and every one of his predictions were way off. So why on God's green earth would we listen to him about what he thinks is going to happen in the next 12 months when he's gotten everything in the last 12 months completely wrong? He got the labor market wrong. He got inflation wrong. And by the way, the Fed is really the one that has created a big part, not so much as much the labor market. That's a lot of political stuff, other things that, you know, but the inflation, they absolutely have a huge hand in causing that besides some policy decisions that have disrupted supply and demand. Okay. But the whole point is he's kind of grabbing for straws and it's almost like he's trying to be relevant anymore. He actually spoke at the Schwab's impact. I don't even know why you have him there because he's been wrong. I mean, I'm sorry. That's all I really wanted to, to, to talk about. They, they, they were, yeah, they were trying to figure out why if that there's 5 million job openings, why the people quitting went up so high, right? And why the new jobs aren't being created. And part of that is political. Part of it is got issues with the vaccine mandate. I get all that. But the bottom line is they really don't have a handle on what's going on. Now, what that also means is that means you need to have a plan in place for any particular outcome. The Fed is claiming that we're about to enter a huge, robust, powerful economy. See that this whole this whole thing was they were talking about how robust this economy was going to be this year, and now they've got they thought it was going to be seven to eight percent growth rate GDP, yeah. and so now they're downplaying it to five or six. We're going to be lucky if we hit five. They're going to, they're going to bring that down even more. Right? Well, it really is a nice shirt. Thank you. Like is, that. Is, that, is that yours or? Yeah, yeah. Focus, focus, Tim. Sorry. Shiny, you, shiny. I'm, honest <laughs> to God, you were talking and I thought, oh, wow, that really grinds his gears. Then I thought, hey. about, <laughs> then I, then I thought about Peter from Family Guy. And then I was wondering. There you go. Man, I tell you what, you got to keep your focus. And then I was wondering where the phrase were in God's green earth. Where, who started that? Like, where did that, that come that, from? That's, that's a long, long time ago. That's way before your time. Like 1973? I don't know. Probably 1900. Like who said that? And why is it? Keep I, going? I don't know. It's not relevant. Let's oh, go ahead. I'm here. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going here. Anyway, so the 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 the, the whole point is, it, so we could get a very powerful economic recovery. I'm very skeptical, but that economic recovery would be one allocation, one kind of portfolio. If we have the inflation and stagflation with a slowing economy and inflation like the 70s that we've been talking about could be setting up, that's an indifferently, that's an entirely different allocation that you would want. And if they really screwed up, meaning Congress or whoever, and they had such bad policies that you actually caused a recession, that would be a third, totally separate allocation that you're going to want. The whole point is at the very beginning of the show, we talked about this over-allocated 200 stocks or 
35 mutual fund gazillion. gazillion thing that's just trails the market. I mean, just tracks the market. And only one of those three outcomes, the one where we have a powerful recovery, will that allocation be good, do really well. The other two, which I would put at least a 50-50 chance of one or those happening, probably higher, that portfolio is going to do very poorly. So that's one reason why not only are these decisions important, but you've got to monitor it on an ongoing basis and make adjustments. Take us home, Danny. We'll talk to you next week on Your Money. <laughs>